What's going on, everyone? Coming up on today's show, we've got a you know, juicy, rumor-filled show with reports coming from The Athletic and the ESPN pertaining to the Falcons, where The Athletic says, whether you like it or not, Arthur Smith's job is more safe than you think. And then Jeremy Fowler linked Atlanta to Kirk Cousins, and we'll dive into that later on. But let's jump right into this article coming from Jeff Schultz over at The Athletic, where he writes, there has been no win-now-or-else mandate from Falcons owner Arthur Blank to coach Arthur Smith in recent days. There won't be. There shouldn't be. Smith is not going to get fired this week or next week or anytime soon. In fact, the only way Smith isn't back as the team's head coach in 2024 is if there's evidence players are turning him out, it hasn't happened, or the team completely unravels. Not there yet. Well, let me start by saying this. If I had a dollar, for every single time I saw report, team is not expected to fire blank coach, I'd have a lot of dollars. In fact, we can actually go back not very far, like just a week ago. Report, Ken Dorsey, not expected to be fired as the OC amid five and four starts of the season. Fired a few hours later. How about just like a week ago, all right? Jimbo Fisher isn't getting fired in 2023. Well, that did not hold up very well. He was fired not long later. Or we can go back a few months ago. NFL Insider believes Las Vegas Raiders won't fire Josh McDaniels no matter how the team performs in 2023. We'll see you, Josh. Or how about last season? Broncos will move on from Nathaniel Hackett, but not during the season. He was fired the day after Christmas. Or if we want to go back even a little bit further from that, or closer, I should say, Cliff Kingsbury not going anywhere, per report. So we get reports all the time that coaches are not going to be fired, right? Ownership talks down because they don't want the fans online because it used to be just a couple of blog writers out there covering the team. Now anyone with a Twitter account can write a long rant about firing Arthur Smith and get people rallying around that with pitchforks and marching to the owner's office saying, make this happen. So I'm not blown away that ownership kind of lets news trickle out of we're not looking to fire the coach. And then fast forward a few weeks and months, and they end up firing the coach. But ultimately, Arthur Blank, as an owner, is not a panic-type owner, right? He's only fired one coach midseason. That was Dan Quinn after they started off 0-5. So it's not like he is commonly firing guys in the middle of the season left and right. He often gives head coaches a little bit of extra slack, a little bit of a longer leash. He often holds on to coaches for a year too long, right? Happened with... Uh, Mike Smith and then Dan Quinn, and now we have Arthur Smith. A lot of Smiths and Mikes and Dan's going on here. But the point is, I would not be surprised either way if Arthur Blank or Arthur Smith comes back in 2024. If they hold on to him, it shouldn't be a huge surprise. This is sort of the Falcons' ownership MO. They do not fire coaches very quickly. If they do move on from Arthur Smith, no one should be blown away. It would be a third straight losing season after Arthur Smith went into Arthur Blank's office saying, hey, this is what we need to have to be successful on offense. And he gave him the keys to the city, right? He was like, you want a top 10 pick use on a running back? Go do it. You want to trade up for a guard to make your offensive line better so you can run the football? Go do it. He built the entire offense he wanted, minus the quarterback position. But Arthur Smith had a hand in going for Desmond Ritter. And ultimately, this offense has been awful. So after selling Arthur Blank on those magic beans of, Here's what I need to be successful offensively. 
and then not being successful, sure, I would not be surprised if Atlanta fires Arthur Smith. But ultimately, I don't think that we're going to know anything until the end of the season. I don't think we're going to see a firing mid-year. But will Arthur Smith return in 2024? At the rate this is going, no. I would think if they continue to lose like they have been losing recently, I don't think we're going to see him come back. Because right now, with them having four wins, they're pretty much on pace for having seven wins or fewer, which is just where they've been the last two years under Smith. In fact, look at the remaining schedule for Atlanta. On one hand, it looks super easy. On the other hand, it was super easy when they played Josh Dobbs on five days notice in a one-win Cardinals team, and they still lost both of those games, not to mention Will Levis in his NFL debut. So yeah, they do have an easy schedule coming up, but I'll tell you this much, the Saints, the Jets, the Buccaneers, the Colts, all of those teams are looking at their schedule right now, looking at the Falcons going, that should be an easy win. I mean, I don't even know how many of these games Atlanta's going to be favored in anymore. And no one's above 500. I mean, really let that sink in for a second. Atlanta's got seven games left, no opponent above 500. And I'm not confident they're going to be favored in all seven of those games. That's a gut punch. When you play seven straight opponents, 500 or worse, and you're not even favored in all of them. I don't think they'll be favored to the Saints game, probably not the Jets game, maybe not the Colts game. I mean, right now they're sitting at four and six. If they want to get to nine wins, they got to go five and two the rest of the way. They're not looking like a five and two team at the moment. So unless we get a dramatic change coming out of the bye week, which, hey, that's what the bye is for, it very well could happen. I think we're smelling another six, seven win season, eight max with the way they've been playing for the last month or so, two and six in the last eight weeks. And ultimately, I think Arthur Smith's job could be on the chopping block. Now, before we get on to the rest of today's show, a quick shout-out to our friends over at Prize Picks. Testing my skills on Prize Picks this season is the most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. If you have the skills, you can turn $10 into $250 with just a few taps. Now, we know there could be some absolute stinkers of primetime matchups, basically anything with the Jets, the Raiders, the Bears. But with prize picks, you can stay locked in on the game. So here's who I'm rolling with this upcoming week. I like the more on C.J. Stroud's passing touchdown at 1.5. Combined more for the Kelsey Bowl for half a touchdown. I need Jason to pull his weight there. No, come on, Travis. Uh, Jalen Hurts, more than half a rushing touchdown. And C.D. Lamb, more than 88.5 receiving yards. Go to prizepicks.com slash CLNS and use code CLNS for a first deposit match up to $100. The link for that is in the comments and description of today's video. Prize picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. All that information is down below, so go check them out if you have not already. Now, let's switch gears for a little bit here and talk about Kirk Cousins because Jeremy Fowler mentioned the Falcons as a 2024 destination for Captain Kirk. Now, Kirk Cousins is going to be an unrestricted free agent this upcoming offseason, so he can sign wherever he would like, and he's going to be 36 years old in August. I understand that Cousins is sort of the punching bag and the butt of all jokes, but I've kind of grown on Kirk Cousins. I mean, humble brag, but when I heard myself in Netflix's documentary Quarterback and watched the whole thing with Kirk Cousins being a part of it, yeah, I kind of uh, warmed up to Captain Kirk a little bit. But let's see what Jeremy Fowler had to say about this. I've started asking teams about this, and Atlanta comes up fairly often. 
the Falcons have improved their roster and need a quarterback to bring it all together. What Coach Arthur Smith does on offense meshes with Cousins' ability to utilize play action. Cousins would fit comfortable in Atlanta's talented roster of playmakers, similar to what he had in Minnesota. The chance to win is there, and though Cousins will be expensive, he is going on his fifth NFL contract, excluding franchise tags from the Washington days, and will turn 36 in August. A team set to have $36 million in cap space in 2024 should be able to handle his potential deal. Like I said earlier, I'm a fan of Cousins now, and I think if Kirk Cousins was on the Atlanta Falcons starting from week one, Atlanta not only wins the division, but they probably look like a real contender in the NFC. I think the joke on Kirk Cousins and him not being able to win in primetime games has pretty much dried up at this point, and that was the biggest knock against him. You remove that from the equation and look at Kirk Cousins' numbers over the last four seasons. I mean, he had 18 touchdowns through eight games this season. I don't believe Desmond Ritter or Taylor Heineke is going to come anywhere near 18 touchdowns, whoever starts the rest of the year. I mean, Ritter's at six right now. Heineke's at two. They're combining for eight. Do we think they're going to combine for 10 more, 11 more touchdowns the rest of the way? No. And that's only because it's playing eight games this season. Look at the previous three years. 35 touchdowns, 33 touchdowns, 29 touchdowns. In fact, if you want to look at the all-time passing touchdown leaders since 2020 to present, Kirk Cousins is third on that list. He's ahead of Justin Herbert, Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, Joe Burrow, Prescott, Stafford, like some really good quarterbacks, and Dak Prescott. He is ahead of all those guys in touchdowns since 2020. Now, the hiccup here, or the hurdle, is Minnesota wants to hold on to Kirk Cousins. At least that's the reports coming out of Minneapolis. And Kirk Cousins does not want to move his family. If you watch Quarterback, the Netflix documentary, he's got kids, he's got roots in Minnesota, he does not want to pick up his family and move them. So if the Vikings want Kirk Cousins and Kirk Cousins wants to stay in Minnesota, the only way I see Kirk Cousins being lured out of Minnesota is if Atlanta gives him way too big of a contract that he cannot refuse. And at this point in his career, he has made a lot of money. So I don't know if an extra two, three, four million dollars is really going to swing him over to live in Sandy Springs, Alpharetta, or somewhere else in Atlanta. So the other factor is he's 36 years old, or he will be 36 year old, 36 years old by the time next season rolls around. He's coming off an Achilles injury. I don't know, Jim. Like that seems like a dangerous bet to make, right? A 36 year old guy coming off an Achilles injury. To me, screams, this could be very risky. And not just risky like, if it doesn't work out, it's okay. Risky like, if it doesn't work out, it's going to be an extremely expensive mistake because he's going to command a pretty good market this upcoming offseason. But who do you want to see be the starting quarterback for the Falcons in 2024? Want to turn to the draft? You want to go to Kirk Cousins. At this rate, I don't see a way Desmond Ritter comes back and starts in 2024, barring a remarkable second half of the year where he leads Atlanta to the postseason. I feel like we've seen a pretty good enough sample size of work from Ritter to know he might be their best option this year, but surely he should not be called on to come back and start next season. That's going to do it for us on today's show. 
Thank you for tuning in to Falcons today. I really appreciate everyone for taking time out of their day to come hang out with us, talk Falcons news and rumors. We're going to sign off. We're going to let you guys get going in just a little bit. But if you have not subscribed to the channel, make sure to go ahead and do so. Like the video, all that good stuff, and we'll see you all later. Thank you.